This podcast is intended solely for educational purposes and presents information of a general nature. It is not intended to guide or determine any specific individual situation and persons should consult qualified professionals before taking specific action. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not those of Milliman. Hello and welcome to Critical Point, brought to you by Milliman. I'm Jake Pringle and I'll be your host today. In this episode of Critical Point, we're going to be talking about church-sponsored retirement programs and how they can help recruit lay employees in a challenging job market and meet the requirements under canon law to provide for the welfare of retired priests. To talk about these challenges, I have two guests today. Gary Patton, the Human Resources Director with the Diocese of Fort Worth. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. And my Milliman colleague, Delbert Zamora, the lead actuary for the diocese. Hello, good morning. Gary brings perspectives from both corporate and church-sponsored retirement programs. Delbert and I are both consulting actuaries with Milliman, and we work with church plan clients across the country. Let's jump right in. Uh, Gary, I'm going to start with you. The Diocese of Fort Worth offers three types of retirement plans, uh, employee pension plan, priest uh, pension plan, and a 403B plan. Can you give us a quick overview of each of those, maybe like a rough number of employees, uh, participants in the plan and some key features? The priest plans are offered to all of our diocesan priests. Uh, Order priests uh, are not part of our um, uh, pension plan. Okay, Employees who work 30 hours a week or more uh, are eligible for the lay plan, although they have a two-year waiting period to, uh, to go in. And Things like uh, the features like lump sum options versus annuities, uh, those things have been an impact, I think. I I would say that uh, from some of the reports that we've had on a regular basis, uh, the number of people taking lump sum distributions when they uh, retire uh, has increased, uh, although it may not be the majority. Um, Cost of living adjustments, we do those. Um, uh, for uh, the priest plan only so far since I've been here. I think it's occurred twice. And uh, and without going into details of how much that's been, I can tell you that it uh, has been very generous, uh, I think, due to the fact that we're in the North Texas area where a lot of uh, growth is going on. Yeah, and I, and I would add that, uh, uh, Gary, again, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, the uh, employee plan covers all your employees, uh, approximately 1,200 total participants across the board, and about 100 priests are, are in your priest plan. And uh, I would say that the diocese has taken pretty good care of the, the priest plan in particular as far as uh, looking at the benefits uh, from time to time, uh, kind of just a general uh, time frame. Uh, 2006, uh, you guys uh, made an increase. And then in 2012, uh, that's where you, where you introduced the generous COLA. And then again, in uh, 2022, you revisited that and, and increased the benefits again. So uh, again, great stewards of the plan. Um, you know, we meet constantly to, to discuss these aspects. And, uh, you know, we, we just believe uh, the priests are, are taken care of. On the uh, your, your comment about the lump sums uh, for the employee plan, again, the, the priests are not, a, not provided the lump sum benefit option. Um, but for the employee plan, uh, you do have approximately 250 folks that have retired and taken annuities. Uh, so they are taking full advantage of all the options in that plan uh, that meet individual goals. Most plans out there that offer lump sums for the vast majority uh, take 
the lump sum, like you indicated. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the paternalistic uh, aspect of of your organization has really uh, you know introduced education to to participants to uh, choose the annuity if if it uh, is better for the individual goals. I agree. And I think that we do a, a, a pretty good job of communicating to all of our employees about, you know, our pension plans, uh, especially with regards to our new employees. Uh, we give out benefit summaries that give a lot of the information to them. Uh, we also are at this point are providing summary plan descriptions uh, that we post them on on uh, places like ADP, our payroll system, so that they can go out and, and download them anytime they have any questions. Uh, and then we're always available for questions uh, as well as uh, they're able to call you guys directly. Yeah, what kind of feedback do you get uh, from your employees, Gary? Because you know a lot of a lot of plan sponsors I think have struggled with that is you know they feel like they have a great plan. Um, you know, but until somebody gets close to retirement, you know, they, they maybe don't seem to care. Uh, or, you know, all of a sudden they want five or six uh, estimates run, you know, the last year of retirement. It's like, hey, we've been providing you this benefit for a long time. You know, we want you to understand and appreciate, you know, how it can be a great tool for your retirement. So mm-hmm. what, what are you seeing from your employees from that standpoint? Well, from the priest, we really don't hear anything, uh, you know, other than when they get ready to retire and we start working with them to figure out how how they're going to do it. OK, uh, from the employees, the same thing. We don't we don't get a lot of feedback about the pension plan. I think they know it's good. It's stable. Uh, the diocese is uh, you know doing well uh, with the economy uh, here in the North Texas area. So usually what I hear from are people that have problems uh, and uh, and and they've been very few and far between in the in the scheme of things. Yeah, I think more specifically, Gary, the lump sum feature for the employee plan kind of bodes well to what you're saying about the growth in the North Texas area for recruiting and retaining these employees. Uh, do you promote that feature or in particular, uh, the mobility aspect and, uh, you know, trying to draw talent from the teaching staff and, and, and the school systems and also employees within the individual parishes? Of course. In fact, that's one of the big things that we talk about on the benefits um, you know, without going into the health plans, our health plans are pretty generous as well uh, for our employees. Uh, and and so the but the pension plan, um, it because it does not require any contribution on the part of the employees. It's a benefit that they understand is something they get just for working here. And by the time that they retire after they've been here five years and then they turn retirement age. Delbert, what are you seeing as the actuary for the plan in terms of uh, participants taking advantage of that lump sum. Yeah, I mean they they have uh, like I indicated, uh, most plans that offer the lump sum uh, participants generally take that lump sum. But uh, you know we're we're running probably at about fifty percent take rate on the lump sum versus the annuity. Again, uh, just uh, a different uh, style of population here where uh, they're identifying the, the the steadiness of an annuity option and choosing that over a single lump sum uh, so that you know again that uh, just goes to the education that uh, that employees are receiving to make good life choices as far as how that fits into their individual needs yeah for sure a lot of times you know that i think that's the concern of a plan sponsor is we're offering a lump sum and you know employees taking it and, and not using it for retirement purposes 
Um, you know, and then all of a sudden it's going to be 20 years later. And, and, you know, that they say, well, I don't have any retirement benefits because I took this lump sum. Uh, so education is key. I agree. And, and hopefully the people that are taking those lump sums are, are recognizing and, and, uh, understanding that is a retirement, a, a big component of their retirement income, uh, and rolling it over, you know, to their next job, to an IRA. Yeah. While we haven't actually done a survey um, as to why folks are, are choosing the annuity, we have to think that there are a number of uh, teachers and, and educators um, that go through the diocese that are, are kind of stacking annuities, right? If they, they're teachers in the larger retirement systems and the public side or with other dioceses or other uh, church entities where they offer pension plans. Uh, so their roll through the diocese allows them the opportunity to kind of stack annuities and just build for the retirement future. Makes sense. Uh, well, let's switch to the priest plan. Um, I understand there were some funding changes and some benefit increases you've kind of touched on. Um, what sort of what sort of increases have been implemented over over uh, time with that priest plan? Well, as Delbert suggested before, I'm going to defer that to him. And the reason for it is I have this thing in the back of my head about I don't discuss specifics about the benefits. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in HR for 38 years, and so yeah. that really makes a difference. All right. Delbert, yeah, you want to take this? Yeah, I will say, and I, I think this is a, a slightly repetitive, but the, there was a, a small increase in, in the 2005-2006 timeframe. Uh, again, that was uh, one of the first... Uh, uh, chances for the diocese, uh, as as me as the actuary, uh, to look at the priest plan benefit and and decide whether or not that was uh, sufficient under canon law, whether it was sufficient to uh, or appropriate to the priests and also manageable to to the diocese. So that those two kind of go hand in hand, obviously. So uh, I think we we started down this road in in the 2005 2006 timeframe where where uh, a small increase in the benefit was made. Uh, that held until 2013, um, when uh, market returns and also kind of uh, aggressive funding by the diocese, both on the priest plan and the employee side. Um, just allowed the the possibility for uh, us to take a look at the the priest plan a little bit harder in uh, in again in the 2012 2013 timeframe and uh, at that point uh, a more generous like Gary has indicated a more generous cola was made and uh, what was also introduced was a, a permanent uh, cola uh, on top of this the one time generous cola that was provided at the time and uh, what we, we talked about the the permanent feature right uh, once you uh, pension plan rules once you introduce a permanent feature it's there forever kind of concept and uh, so again we we looked at it from the perspective of what's appropriate to the priest and what's manageable to the diocese and we could revisit that at a later time if uh if we deemed uh you know, it was more appropriate to increase that over time. So, uh, so kind of the the mentality of of how the diocese was approaching that benefit uh, kind of expanded uh, in that 2013 timeframe. Uh, fast forward to kind of last year, uh, we 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 looked at the plan again, and uh, again looked at what's appropriate for priests today. What do they need to live on on top of everything else being provided by the diocese? And uh, it was decided that uh, another increase uh, could be made to that plan. So uh, we, we amended the plan last year again with another generous one-time COLA. Any other thoughts on the priest plan uh, that we haven't covered that you guys want to go over? 
Well, one of the things that I wanted to say is, is that it's been traditionally uh, my uh, choice as an HR director to be able to have frequent meetings with um, whoever our administrators are so that we can get the information we need to make good decisions and make those decisions rapidly enough that we're, it will have a positive effect. Now, that's a great point because I, I think, uh, you know, there's obviously resources out there to go through and 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 look at you know what are other dioceses paying what are other pension plans paying what do we need to offer to be competitive so uh yeah if you have that at your fingertips with your consultants and they're keeping tabs on that i think that's a that's an important resource uh to utilize when whenever you're looking at benefits for your employees and your priest all right what about uh let's switch to the 403b plan which is open to your lay employees um, how are they using that? Are they using that? Do you think it's a it's a good tool for retention and recruitment? Of course, I, I believe it is, and uh, the reason is is that even though the pension plan is uh, is the main benefit that we put out there, so to speak, uh, the four hundred three b not everybody is uh, going to have long-term employment uh, plans uh, for working at a diocese. Uh, it may be transitional for some. It could be you know, something they've thought about for others, but they haven't really committed to five years or more. So it gives them a way to save money themselves. Uh, there is not a match here. Uh, the money that we allocate is strictly for the pension plans. However, it does give them an opportunity to reduce their taxable income somewhat. And also at the point where they decide to change jobs, if that's the case, uh, then they can uh, transition that money to a, a new employer's plan or to a conduit plan. So it's just a supplement, but it's a very positive supplement uh, for those who take advantage of it. And, and we've seen uh, over the last few years, maybe three, four years, uh, participation in this plan has has increased. Uh, have you been promoting that plan up front when you're when you're hiring folks? Can you give us a reason why the participation has increased in this plan or what you think it is? Well, I can tell you once again, uh, going back to you know my history and in, in other organizations, uh, I learned right off that the more you communicate it, the more people will get involved with things. And so we we do a really good job of communicating what our benefits are, the entire plan. Uh, we put benefit brochures together. We have uh, meetings on a regular basis. Uh, we have the ability for them to call in and ask us questions, call in and ask the administrator questions. So the more communications that we can get in their hands, uh, it may be an afterthought. Oh, wow, I forgot about this. I've been here 18 months and I forgot I could get into this. Uh, but at open enrollment time, too, uh, we kind of pound the airways, so to speak, with reminders about, um, you know, getting into things like the health benefits, of course, and then the, the 403B, if they really want to do that as a way to save, uh, you know, tax dollars on their income. That's great. Uh, Delbert, any other thoughts on on the 403B plan? No, I think uh, the more important thing is the increased participation, which, uh, again, the promotion has kind of taken care of that that plan. So that that plan is trajectory is going in a very positive direction. We've covered uh, the three plans that you offer, uh, Gary, and and so kind of maybe to kind of piece it all together. Um, you know, I Delbert and I've been to some conferences. And, you know, the the church plan community seems to be a very tight knit group. Uh, we see a lot of camaraderie there. So. Um, how do you how do you keep in touch with other uh, dioceses and and uh, 
you know, make sure you're staying up to date on, on benefits issues and other HR issues? Thank you. It's a good question. Because of my past, I have traditionally networked uh, and reached out to competitors. And in fact, one of the things I've always said uh, is that HR is almost like an organization across organizations. And so other HR people, without getting into things that are confidential about the company um, themselves, are willing to share because we help each other out uh, in a lot of ways. The same is true in, in the diocese. When I came here, uh, I thought, well, you know, does anybody ever reach out to the other diocese and network with them? So I started doing so. And as a result, in about the first or the end of the first year I was here, I started something called the Texas Diocese HR Directors Roundtable. And we don't communicate that much, but once a quarter or so, we'll have Zoom conferences or a conference call. And we'll talk about specific things that impact all of us and what each of us are doing. Uh, and uh, and at this point, uh, we have seven members of that, including the uh, Diocese of Fort Worth, and that includes uh, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Galveston, uh, Victoria, and Corpus Christi. And, uh, and I'm hoping to expand that in 2023 and start going up the western side of the state and maybe uh, pick up uh, some others on the east side that we haven't picked up. Uh, it would be nice to have all of the dioceses in Texas a part of this group because we would get a lot of feedback and information from each other, um, as well as uh, recruiting information about uh, you know things that are are going on at their their different dioceses, how they're growing, how they're retaining people. So all of this is a is a major plus to be able to to do that. So that's, uh, that's great. That sounds very interesting, Delbert. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, that's an excellent roundtable, Gary. We, we wish you luck with that. Um, and I think that is important to kind of talk about HR matters in particular, what we're talking about here today are on the particular pension benefits uh, or retirement benefits. Uh, so that is important to all employees, including the priests, obviously. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Any final thoughts uh, that you, do you think we could have covered today, Gary, that we didn't, uh, that you, you want to share? Well, I just think that, you know, our pension plan is really good, um, you know, for especially for this part of, uh, of Texas, but for the economy in the Southwest. And we are very fortunate to be where we are geographically because of the growth here in a lot of a lot of different areas. And uh, and so that's helped us to grow as a diocese. Um, you know, we cover 23,400 square miles, um, and it's it's a large, large uh, diocese. And, uh, and so I see us, you know, doing more of the same in the future, um, you know, and that really depends on the economy, of course, but I don't see that changing that drastically for us where we are right now. Yeah, I would add that uh, our approach to discussing with dioceses has been kind of boiled down into three major buckets, and that is uh, benefit adequacy, uh, equity, and also security. Uh, obviously, security takes care of itself by by offering pension plans. Those are secure by nature. Um, and then the equity part uh, is, is very important to attract and retain uh, talent, especially on the employee side. And then we talk probably a, to a great extent on the priest plan on the adequacy and, and making sure that uh, the amount of the benefits are, are taken care of of, of priests uh, longer term. So uh, again, that's uh, I think we hit on all three topics. So that's that's great. Uh, we can check all those off. Uh, thanks, Gary. You're welcome. Uh, any anything else to add? 
Yeah, I think there's a fourth thing to that. And it's always been important for me, especially coming out of the acquisition world is compliance. And uh, and without compliance, there's always that uncertainty. Will we be audited by an outside agency or have a complaint? And so far, so good. We have uh, done a good job of making sure that we are in compliance in all aspects of our plans. Yeah, it's a good point. Thank you, Gary, for joining me and Delbert today. You can learn more about church retirement plans if you go to milliman.com and search for the bulletin. You've been listening to Critical Point presented by Milliman. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with your colleagues. We'll see you next time. Thank you.